This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance, or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hi, thank you so much for being here. So today I want to do an episode all about selling on Amazon and specifically whether Amazon's right for you and how to set yourself up for success. So a few months ago, I put out an episode about all the different places you can sell your products online and the pros and cons of each of them. Selling on Amazon is how I got started, which I'll talk about a bit more later on. And it's a channel I know best. And it's also a marketplace I know lots of people are interested in. I work with people on getting set up on Amazon, on how to sell better on Amazon every single day. And there are really obvious attractions to selling your products on Amazon. So there are 14 marketplaces worldwide. There's a huge built-in customer base. I mean, how many of us, you know, want to buy something and it's the first place we go to? And also there are built-in fulfillment options. So there are, you know, there are definite reasons why people want to sell on Amazon and I can definitely see the attraction. But I guess part of the purpose of this episode is to say that it's not necessarily right for everyone or for every product. So what I want to talk a bit more today about is selling on Amazon and whether how and how you can find out whether it's the right marketplace for your product or whether there's a better fit. I'm not going to go into the pros and cons again as I covered those in the episode I mentioned before which is the best place to sell physical products online that's episode 30 and I'll link to that in the show notes and I'm also going to talk about if you do decide you want to go ahead and sell your products on Amazon the things you can do to help set yourself up for success um, and I guess I'll start this by saying that I quite often get contacted by people who want to sell their products on Amazon and sometimes it is just that they know they want to sell on Amazon but they don't have a product if that's you that's okay that's your choice um and, you know, you're still in the right place. Um, I'm going to talk about how to set yourself up for success on Amazon, how to get those initial sales. So you will find this episode useful. Um, but I just want to caveat that with I do quite often tell people that I don't think Amazon is the right channel for them for various reasons, which I'll go into later in this episode. Um, sometimes they listen to me and sometimes they don't. And sometimes I'm right. Maybe sometimes I'm wrong. But what I do know for certain is it isn't the best marketplace for every product. Um, and let's start off by talking about the attraction. So as I mentioned before, there are a few reasons why so many people look to sell on Amazon. Um, it's well known and it's trusted and there's a whole load of customers that are there already. Um, 
So I looked it up and according to what I could find online, there are well over 400 million visits to Amazon.co.uk alone in every month in 2020, aside from a slight dip in February and March. Now that's huge and that's just one of Amazon's 14 marketplaces. And of course, if you decide to sell on Amazon, you don't just, even if you're based in the UK, you don't have to just sell on Amazon.co.uk. In fact, you don't even have to sell in the UK if you don't want to. You know, all of those marketplaces are open to you, which is why is such a good opportunity and it is fantastic that there were so many customers on Amazon um, in some ways of course for you know it would be nice if everyone shopped independently and shopped with small businesses but as a seller as a brand it's good there were customers on there but if you intend to sell there yourself that is but just because there are so many people shopping on Amazon it doesn't mean they'll necessarily be able to find your products or even if they do find your products they're going to buy your product. So something clients will often tell me is that they can't find their own products on Amazon when they search for it. So they'll create their product listing, um, they'll go onto the Amazon search bar, they'll look for it and nothing comes up. And there's a reason for this. Most of the time, when you get search on Amazon, you get pages and pages of search results. So I just searched for bamboo baby bowls, just as an example to share with you now and I got seven pages of results now I don't know about you but I don't go any further than page one when I'm shopping on Amazon and actually a lot of the time I probably make it halfway down the page and I'm you know most customers are the same if you're not on page one or perhaps even page two no nobody's seeing your listing so therefore getting on page one of Amazon is key but it's it is hard to do Amazon rewards sales and the more sales you make, the higher up your listing will show in the search results. So the listings that you see on page one of Amazon are either the ones that are doing really well or they've paid to be there. And we'll talk a bit more about Amazon paid advertising a bit later. So what you have to remember is that for every sale that you make, Amazon make money too, because you they will take a percentage of every product that you sell. And obviously, if they're fulfilling them for you, if you're using Amazon FBA, they're getting even more money from every sale. So therefore, the more sales you make, the more money they make. So it's in their interest to give more visibility to the listings that have been proven to convert well and make them more money. So when I talk about conversions, I mean a high number of people who look at your product go on to buy it. So, you know, if you have 100 people come to your page and 90% of them buy it, you've got a 90% conversion rate. Um, and that's important too, is if you have a high conversion rate, it tells Amazon that your product must be relevant for the search term they used. And then you start to rank higher for that search word. So in basic terms, if everyone who searches, you know, if 90% if of people who type in bamboo baby bowl, let's use that as an example, so 90% of people who type in that keyword and go to your listing, purchase your product, they'll think, oh, this is obviously a really relevant result for Bamboo Baby Bowl. And so next time someone types Bamboo Baby Bowl into the search bar, um, your listing is going to be the one that pops up because you're making good sales and you're conversing well and you're making Amazon a lot of money and it tells them that you're relevant. But this all means that getting started on Amazon and particularly getting those first sales can be really hard because if you are selling bamboo baby bowls, as you know, carrying on with this example, and you're a new seller and there are people already on Amazon selling these products and they've already, you know, they've got sales history and they're converting well, it's going to be really hard for you to get to page one of those first results, at least initially. So we're going to talk about some of the things that you can 
do you know to help yourself out when you're launching your product in a moment but first I just want to talk a little bit about whether Amazon is the right marketplace for your product and that's something I really want you to look into um, as I've said, you know, already in this podcast, I definitely can see the attraction of selling on Amazon. And I don't think that's helped by the hundreds of articles and blog posts and podcasts and courses all about selling on Amazon and particularly Amazon FBA and, you know, how you can make a lot of money doing that. I'm well aware of the irony that I'm recording a podcast about selling on Amazon. Um, but, you know, hopefully mine is a bit more balanced. I'm not promising you're going to make a lot of money from doing that. Um you know, I'm trying to give you both sides of it. But there are, you know, if you Google selling on Amazon, you will find so many results, so many stories, so many things you can buy and courses you can invest in about how to start selling on Amazon and make a lot of money. And I'll be honest, um, this is what got me interested initially too. I don't know if you remember my backstory. Some of you may have heard it. I was listening to a podcast and there were some people on there who were selling yoga products on Amazon. And that's what got me interested. You know, that's what spark the first seed in me starting to sell my own products um however I also launched a website and social media alongside it which in hindsight is you know one of the things I did right because it means that from day one I've been able to grow my own email list and also get some sales on another channel that isn't Amazon because something to remember is that Amazon can block your account and can close down your listings um and I'm while I am saying this is a bit of a cautionary tale, it happens. I have clients that it's happened to just this week. It can be for really minor things that either your account gets blocked or your listings get taken down. I have a client now who's had their listings down for a couple of weeks. And um, while I'm absolutely certain we're going to get it resolved, they're going to get back up. Those are weeks where because they're not selling their products anywhere else, they're not making any sales because there is nowhere else that people can buy them. Whereas if you have another channel as backup, that really does help. And I will link again in the show notes, episode 22, which is all about the things you can do when you start your business. And it talks in there. So we had Gemma Waits, founder of All By Mama on that episode. And she talks about some of the things you can do when you're setting your business up, your products business overall that will help you. And some of the things she talks about and the importance of having a website and an email list and social media channels and not relying solely on third party marketplaces for the reason I've just outlined, because it is never as simple as it sounds. So I would do a little bit of research initially onto whether Amazon might be a good fit for your product. So you can sell most things on Amazon, although there are restrictions. So there's something there are some things you can't sell. And for some products and categories you'll need to apply for approval. Um, this list the list of restricted products, the list of products that requires approval, categories that requires approval can and does change. So I'm not gonna go into detail here. I would just say that's something to head over to the Amazon seller site and look up for yourself. Um and once you've you know ascertained that actually this is a product that you can sell on Amazon, even if you have to get approval for it, but you know, as long as you've got all the paperwork to show that either this is your product or it's a product that you have permission to sell, you shouldn't have any problems getting the approval. So assuming you, you know you've gone through that stage, the next thing to look at is do people buy similar products on Amazon? Is this a product you would go to Amazon for? Because while there are many, many things that people sell on Amazon and many, many things you can buy on Amazon, it might not always be 
the first choice. So to give you an example, I was recently looking for a personalised Christmas bauble and I didn't go to Amazon for that. I went to Etsy because I felt that for that product, that would, you know, that would be the best place for me to go. So have a think, first of all, about whether if you were looking yourself for products similar to the product you're selling, would you go to Amazon to buy it? So just do that gut check, first of all. Um, and that's a good place to start. If you, you know, you feel actually, yeah, this is Amazon is somewhere that people will go for this product. Um, you can actually do some work to find out. Um, a free way you can do this is by using something called Jungle Scouts Free Amazon Sales Estimator. Now, I've written a blog post all about how to use this, so I'm not going to go into great detail here. As always, it'll be linked in the show notes. But this is a free tool which basically gives you a rough estimate of how many sales a product makes on Amazon per month. So it might not be 100% accurate, but I think it, you know it's a free tool and it will give you an idea. And there's also another free tool you can use, which is actually an Amazon tool, which I'd recommend using alongside this, which will give you an idea of the fees you'd pay on Amazon. Because that, that, that's, I guess, another part of this, which is, okay, so it might look like your product is something that you know, you can sell on Amazon, maybe there were similar products doing really well. But actually, let's get an idea, a rough idea, at this stage at least, of how much you'd be paying Amazon for the privilege of listing and selling your product on there. So you can work out if, you know, profit-wise, it works for you. Um, if you want to go into a little bit more detail, there are some paid tools you can use. So I use something called Jungle Scout, which for any product or niche tells me how much competition and demand there is for that product um, and what I'm looking for here is for products that have a medium or high demand so there's a lot of people after them and low to medium competition as I say that's a paid tool um, I will still put a link to it in the show notes because it's a tool that I use all the time because there are lots of other features on there including tracking your profits um, you can send follow-up email automations I also use it for my keyword research I use it to keep track of products where I want to see how well they're ranking there's, there's all kinds of things and perhaps that is for another episode but that's a paid tool you can use to see if your product might potentially sell well on Amazon so if it looks like competition for your product is high so let's say either you're using the paid tool like jungle scout or you're using free tools and you're seeing that actually products similar to yours are making good sales but you can you know you can already see there's there's pages and pages of search results so there's a lot of competition then it is going to be harder for your product to stand out particularly if those other sellers already have an established sales history and if they have good reviews um, equally, if your product is really unique, then it might be that people won't be looking for your product on Amazon. Um, and I mean, if and assuming that you know your product's really unique, it's a great product, it's meeting a need. Something that's absolutely key to do in that situation is to do some research to figure out what they'll be typing into the search bar, or what you'd want them to be typing into the search bar to find a product like yours. And so you can include those kind of keywords in your listing. And when I say what you want them to be typing in the search bar I'm thinking for example if your product is like some kind of very innovative product to do with baby's bath time that you know you may be a customer might be looking for things like baby bath or baby towel or something like that and um, you'd be wanting your product to show up because your product is relevant to people who are looking for that kind of thing I'm going to talk about keywords a little bit later because on Amazon keywords are just so important 
And now what I want to go into in more detail is how to set yourself up for success on Amazon. So we've let's assume that you have a great product, which I'm sure you do. You've done some research. So maybe you've gone through the steps above. Maybe you've done something different, but you're at least fairly certain that Amazon would be a good fit for your product. If you're not certain Amazon would be a good fit for your product, do you go back and run through the steps that I've outlined above? So let's say that you've ascertained that Amazon is going to be a really good marketplace for you or at least marketplace worth trying out and you're ready to start selling. So now what I want to talk about is some practical things that you can do to really set yourself up for success. So the first one is to make sure you have a professional Amazon seller account. Now, this might seem really obvious, but you can actually add listings and make up to 35 sales a month with a free basic seller account. The professional account is £25 plus VAT, so that's £30 a month, but it is actually well worth it. One of the key differences between the basic account and the professional account is you'll be able to set up sponsored products campaigns, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. So that basically means you can pay to advertise your listings on Amazon. You can also set up discounts, you can also set up promotions, and all of these things can help with your initial sales. Also, the difference for having a professional account is you're not capped to making 35 sales a month because hopefully you'll get to the stage where you're making much more than that I mean that's just over one sale a day and I would love to think that you know even fairly early on you'll be making more sales than that so other things to think about to set yourself up for success on Amazon is to ensure you have a really well optimized product listing um I've written an article all about writing a great Amazon product listing, which I'm going to link to in the notes. So I don't, I'm not going to go into great detail here, um, apart from to say that on Amazon, your listing is super important. Of course, your product listing, wherever you sell your product, is important. But on Amazon, it has even more relevance because an Amazon product listing has to be written in a certain way. Um, so you basically have fields that you can take advantage of. So you have your title you have five key features or bullet points then you have a product description which you can format into html if you want it to look nice and then in the back end of your listing you have a search terms field where you can enter a string of keywords um so you can fill out all of these fields um, a common mistake i see is people you know not use not taking full advantage of all of these fields um, perhaps not filling any of them in at all just putting in a title and um and that's it which is basically the bare minimum you can do um, but you have such an opportunity here you see your text your images your keywords all have to be the best they can be because you will be competing with some fantastic listings on Amazon I can assure you um, even back when I first started selling on Amazon which is probably about four years ago now if I look at the quality of listings on the site now to what was on there then they've you know everyone is up in their game so you need to make sure you have a fantastic listing it might mean that that's worth finding someone to help you so maybe you want someone to carry out some keyword research for you or maybe you want someone to actually write your listing if you do decide to write your listing yourself make sure you do some amazon keyword research and you use a tool that's designed for amazon listings because amazon and google keywords won't necessarily be the same if you decide to use google adwords to or any other sort of free tool to look at keywords for your amazon listing um you might find that they're not the same they're actually not relevant what people type into google and what people type into amazon are two 
different things so you want to make sure that your keywords you've researched have been researched based on the amazon marketplace that you're looking to list your product on so don't look on amazon.com if you're looking to sell your product on amazon.co.uk for example Um, again i like to use jungle scout for this So the next thing you can do to really set yourself up for success is to invest well in your images. It is well worth investing in some really good product photos and graphics to show your product at its best. So remember, when you go to an Amazon search results page, so as a customer, you type something into the search bar and then you get the list of results. You can see two things for each listing. You can see the product image and you can see the title. So I've already spoken about you know, the importance of writing a great listing and so your title you know, really needs to reflect what your product is. But your image has to entice people to click through to your listing. It, you know, it has to be good. Um, I also suggest if you have the budget or perhaps um, can do this yourself, you know, you maybe use something like Canva, you could get some graphics made up if you feel your product to benefit from that. So, for example, perhaps highlighting dimensions or key features. So let's say you sold let's say you sell cardboard packing boxes. So maybe you'd have an image that shows with little arrows the height and the width and the length of a box. Maybe you'd show one you know with uh, the box at an angle where you can see how it's constructed you know maybe it's got two layers and it's got some card in the middle to make it really strong um and and also if you can i would always recommend getting some lifestyle images so images of the product in use so for example someone packing some boxes um stacking them up carrying them um if you wanted to listen to episode 34 that's all about product photography and specifically how you can take really good product photos yourself if you don't have the budget to pay for a professional to take them for you so you find that episode really useful that's episode 34 and again links to everything that I talk about here um, you can guarantee it will be in the show notes so if you're driving or running or doing anything like that um, don't worry you don't need to write this all down go to the show notes for this episode at the end and you'll be able to get all the links So the fourth thing I suggest you do is sign up for Amazon's brand registry. Now, you may or may not be able to do this. Um, To do so, you need to have your brand needs to be a registered trademark. And I completely get that in the beginning, particularly, you may not decide to register your brand as a trademark. I think I did mine when I was about a year in thinking back. But if you do have a registered trademark for your brand, which doesn't actually cost too much to do from, I can't remember from memory, it's maybe it's around £50, something like that. It's not excessive. But if once you register your brand as a trademark, you can sign up for a brand registry. And this basically gives you opportunity to do all kinds of things that you can't do with a basic seller account. So you can create enhanced content on your listings. So when you look on Amazon listings now, you might see somewhere you have your picture section at the top and your bullet points. And then when you scroll down, there's lots more images, there's text, maybe there's comparison tables comparing that product with others. This is all what's called enhanced um, content. And if you are an Amazon registered brand, you can create this. You can also set up an Amazon storefront. So almost like a little website for your product or products on Amazon and this also this is fantastic because this gives you opportunity to add things like product videos which you can't add to standard listings but you can add on store pages so if you have a product that would benefit from having you know a video showing results or how to use it then this is definitely an advantage and you can advertise your brand as well as advertise your products 
So you might have seen on Amazon, sometimes when you go to search for something, you you know, you get a bar right at the top of the search results and you'll see a logo and a little bit of text about a brand and then like a selection of their products. So that means that brand has applied for brand registry. And then the final thing that's great about having um, brand registry is it gives you a bit of protection as well as a seller. So, it, you know, it makes it harder for somebody else to decide they're going to start reselling your products or maybe jump on your listing and, and try and sell counterfeits. Um, there's lots of protection for you as a brand owner as well. So I definitely suggest that's worth looking at. And then the final thing that I suggest everyone does when setting up a new Amazon listing is think about setting up some sponsors products campaigns. So Amazon sponsored products is pay, basically pay-per-click marketing within the Amazon marketplace. And there are all kinds of things you can do with Amazon sponsored products. It's a huge topic and I think one for another um, episode. Um, so you can target keywords. So you can basically bid on keywords that you feel are relevant for your product. You can even pay to advertise on other product listings. So when you look at a listing on Amazon, sometimes at the bottom, you know, you you scroll down towards where the reviews are and you might see sponsored products on that listing. And basically those brands have paid to be there. So what sponsored products basically means is that you're paying to be on either on someone else's listing or you're paying to be page one of the search results perhaps you're even paying to be right at the top of the search results and obviously the first thing you need to do to help your product sell is to get it found in the first place so you know you've got a fantastic listing but if you're only showing up on page seven that's not helpful but amazon sponsored products you know ensures or at least helps you get to page one I always think it's worth testing out what works for your product in terms of, you know, what type of campaign might work. So are you better targeting keywords? Are you better at targeting products or categories? Um, you know, and which keywords and which products? You, you know, there's, there's a lot that you can do. And I think in the early days, it's always worth testing. You don't necessarily need to spend a huge amount of money on this. Um, but I, something I often get asked, you know, how much should you spend? I'll be honest, it's, it's Part of it is how much can you afford to spend. But I would say if you said for the first month, you were going to spend somewhere between five and ten pounds a day. I think that's always a good place to start. That's always what I recommend to clients. And of course, if you can spend more of this and, you know, you're comfortable to do that, then do so. If you're unsure, I would start small. You could start with a five pound daily budget because that's how Amazon um, sponsored products budgets work. You don't set them by the week or by the month. You set them by the day. So, you know, you might start by saying, "Okay, I can spend five pounds a day. And then once you start seeing sales and you start seeing some success, then you can increase that budget if you wanted to. Um, things worth knowing while we're talking about sponsored products, just little things to bear in mind is that you will pay VAT on top. So if you're spending £5 a day, that's £5 a day plus the VAT. And the VAT gets charged at the end of the month when they bill you for your marketing. Um, other things it's worth you knowing is that initially you might find you have quite a lot of spend on your campaigns but you're not necessarily converting and I'm going to talk a bit more in a moment about some of the other optional things you could do to help your listings convert Um, and it it might be that you don't want to run your campaigns until you've got a certain number of reviews for example because reviews are always helpful or if you are running ads straight away just be aware that at least in the early days it can be a bit harder for them to convert and you might have to do a bit of testing it might be that the keyword that you thought was be the ideal thing to target gets you loads of clicks but not any sales and that's simply something that you can look at should that happen 
Um, but yes, I always do recommend that you do some kind of Amazon sponsored products, however small your budget, however long you can run it for. As I say, if you've got a tiny budget, maybe work on getting reviews and driving external traffic and free traffic first and then and then starting it. But I would I would aim to, if you can, run it for a month and see how you get on because it will really help kickstart your visibility on Amazon and hopefully your sales as well. So some other things you can do to help yourself get started. Um, hinted at it a moment ago and that's actively asking for reviews because reviews are really important because you know if you you know you you know yourself you go onto Amazon or anywhere else to look at products and you, you know you get a couple of results and one of them's got 25 star reviews and one of them's got zero reviews which one are you going to trust um but having said that yeah they're important but they're also quite hard to get and it is something you have to work at so kind of things you can do to get some reviews for your products are well first of all ask your family and friends now you can't ask your family and friends to leave you a favorable review but there is nothing wrong with telling your family and friends i have this product on amazon here's the link to it if you're interested please buy it please see a review what you can't say is leave a positive review because that's outside the terms of service but you know if someone who knows you is genuinely interested in your product chooses to buy it and chooses to leave a review out you know off their own back that's fine you can also use product inserts so you might have a little card in your product packaging that asks very nicely for a review and explains where to leave it this is something that i've done for quite a while and it works reasonably well maybe you ask on your packaging if you don't want to use a separate insert maybe you have a few lines of text on the packaging for your product that says reviews are really important and here's where you can leave it maybe if you're you're fulfilling your own orders so you're packing and shipping them yourself you can write a little note so when anyone buys my website for example i include a handwritten letter that thanks them for their purchase and asks them if they can please leave me a review you can also email customers. So on Amazon, you're allowed now, the rules have changed. You can send one follow-up review to customers asking for a review. There are some rules around what you can and can't say in that email. Um, you can't offer any kind of incentive for a positive review or Amazon can close your offer and block your account. But as long as you're within the Amazon guidelines, you can do that. You can either do it manually from within Seller Central. You can sort of click a button and each customer gets like a standard email with text that Amazon have approved. Or you can use a tool like Jungle Scout and send your own email with your own logo, own branding and own wording. But as I say, the key thing to remember is you cannot incentivize reviews on Amazon, although you can in other places. Um, I do have a blog post, which is 20 ways to get more reviews, which again, I will link to. Um, and, you know, you'll see some of them will be OK for, for getting Amazon reviews. Others are just ideas to use for maybe your own website or other places because they would violate Amazon terms of service. So another thing you can do is drive external traffic to your Amazon listing. You don't just need to rely on Amazon traffic. You can share your listing yourself. So you can share your listing on social media. You can share it on email. And that's like your personal social media and and a business one if you if you have that set up. So, you know, if you think you have something to sell that people might want to buy, tell them about it. You know, post in Facebook groups. I've just launched this product. Here's a link. Post on your personal Facebook page. Post on your Instagram. Text your friends the link. Um, 
email people you know if 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 you have if you know that you have a product that will be of use to people tell them about it because you're doing them a disservice if you don't and if your product has been designed with a customer in mind which i really hope it has you know find those people and tell them it's now available let's say that at the outset you were going in facebook groups and you were asking questions for your research there's nothing wrong with going into that facebook group and saying thank you so much for that input you gave me a couple of months ago my product's actually now available and here's where you can buy it and even better, you could always offer a discount as a thank you. Um, I'll talk in a moment about setting up discounts within Amazon, which you can do. And that might be a really nice way to get, you know, your first couple of purchases, but also to, you know, thank the people who had a part in the process. And you can also even pay for Facebook ads that link to your Amazon product page if you wanted to. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I have clients who've had really good success with that and have actually found that it's cost them less money than using the Amazon specific marketing. So that's just another idea to keep in mind. So talking about discounts and promotions. So you can do this within Amazon and it can be a really useful strategy to get started. So for example, you might decide that for the first month you're going to discount your products by 20%. Now, a customer usually won't see your deal unless they click through to your listing. So discounts sometimes are shown on the results page, but usually it's just you'll see the full price product price and you'll see a line through it and um, you'll see the sale price. But it's not always that obvious. So I would suggest doing whatever you can to promote it. So, for example, if you were focused if you were going to follow my steps above and you were going to email your list and your friends and family and share on social media, why not share, not only do I have a product to sell and here's the link, but actually if you buy it in the next week, there's 20% off or whatever. You can also set up deals where a code is needed, so which you could share out with people. So, you know, you could say, you could say to your friends and family or people who've helped input your, or your products or whoever you want, Um, I'm going to offer a discount on this product just for you it's not for everyone so it's not something that's advertised on on the Amazon page but you know I'm going to I'd like to thank you so I'm going to give you a discount and here's the code that you can and here's a code that you can use so those are some nice ideas and things you can do to kind of get things going Um, and I guess my main point here is you need to tell people don't put your products on Amazon and feel like okay it's there and you know, now people are going to buy it. It really doesn't work that way. You do need to put a lot of work in to let people know your product there and know it's available to buy. Um, but you're missing out on a lot of free opportunities if you don't tell people. So tell people. That's my main message here. And the final thing you could do to help your product um, get get this is more about getting early reviews rather than sales, really. But as I've said, reviews are really important, and that is registering your product or products for either Amazon Vine or the Amazon Early Reviewer Program. So both of these programs encourage customers to either purchase or review your product by offering them an incentive. You do pay to enrol in these. The price does vary, but it's, you know, it's relatively low. And in the early days, if you can afford to do it, I suggest doing all you can. Because as I say, it's a hard place to get started. And I guess in summary, I do think Amazon is a great opportunity to get your products in front of a lot of customers. But and I, I know I said this right at the beginning, but I'm going to say it again. I don't believe it's for everyone and it does take a lot of work to succeed. The days of putting up a listing and waiting for the sales to roll in, if that ever happened, I don't know, you know, if it's to believe that used to happen. I, I, I haven't seen that happen. But even if those days ever existed, they are long gone now. However, if you have a product that's a great fit for Amazon 
and you put the work in once you start getting consistent sales it can be a great platform for you um I can tell you from experience that the first couple of months or the first month you know month to three to six months you know it varies based on the product but the first couple of months of having your products on Amazon ready to sell are the hardest getting those initial sales you know are hard but once you start ranking for keywords um you know you'll start getting some consistent sales and then it's quite nice um so the way I usually do it is after those first couple of months I turn off the Amazon sponsor products ads I might turn it on again you know points during the year if perhaps there's a certain product that I want to sell for a bit quicker or you know in certain you know times of the year so sort of leading up to Christmas and things like that but for you know for a good chunk of the time now I don't pay for any ads because my my products have started to rank organically and they appear on search on page one for the for some keywords and yeah and it becomes a little bit more passive I don't want to say it's entirely passive because hopefully you've got a sense in this podcast episode about just how much work is involved to you know launch a product and get sales on Amazon but I don't know I just want to say that that you know the hard work really can pay off so I hope you found this episode useful as always I hope you've enjoyed sort of going into Um, Amazon in a bit more detail if you have any questions about selling on Amazon or you know anything in general you can always contact me it's vicky at tinychipmonk.com or you can find me on Instagram vicky weinberg product creation um thank you so much for your time um yeah I really hope you've enjoyed this episode really hope you found it useful please do subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and finally if you are listening to this episode when it comes out although you know I'm not sure if you will be it'll be Christmas day 2020 so Merry Christmas and um, I hope you're having a lovely time and really looking forward to speaking to you soon If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.